You're listening to KNBR, the only place with Golden State Warriors basketball. Now back to Mr. T. Curry has it. Front court stops on dime. Pass to Festus. Down Broadway. Layup. It's good. And a foul. Festus Azili plays it in. Draws the foul. And he's got a chance for a three-point play. Time to talk a little Warriors basketball with Festus Azili. Nice enough to join us on his day off, and he joins us via the Ring Central guest line. Festus, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? Tremendous. Congratulations on the uh, the victory over the Nuggets. I uh, appreciate it. It was a great feeling. Did you, uh, at any point during the last three minutes, like me, did you feel like vomiting? Uh, it was nothing like a good heart attack to, to end the series, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But it was, it was. I mean, for that, for that three minutes or four minutes, whatever it was, it was like, what are we doing right now? Uh, believe me, that's what I was saying. <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, the youth takes over. You know, I mean, it's just. But I'm glad that. I mean, it just shows how good we are. Is that we can, we could, we could, we're able to weather the storm, even though we're doing all those things wrong. Because it was at some point, it was like, oh no, it couldn't get any worse than this, and then it got worse. You know. So it was it was good to see that we could weather the storm and we could finish the game off still. Hey, Festus, what was the mindset after game one? You guys play in Denver where they'd lost three games all year long. You play them tight, 97-95, but you lose David Lee in the process. What was your team mindset? What was your mindset knowing that everyone needed to pick it up a little bit to help compensate for the loss of David in game two? Right. After the first game, I mean, we, we came in with the first game and we, we knew we were playing with house money because everybody said, I mean, nobody gave us a chance. I think everybody said, all the experts, everybody said that they thought we were going to lose, whether it was in game five, game six, whatever it was, they thought we were going to lose. And so we just felt like we were playing with house money and we had a lot to prove. Then losing David Lee was a big, it was a big, huge blow to the team. And, uh, you know, coach coach does a good job of being able to communicate communicate with the guys, and he, I mean, he just told us, you know what, this is a chance for somebody else to step in and show out and earn themselves some money. Actually, that's what he said. And you know, <laughs> we have a lot of guys capable on the team, a lot of a lot of good role players that stepped in. I mean, each night you just saw a new guy come out and and just play play really well. But did you know that Lee was basically just going to have a cameo? He was going to play the minute and a half, and then that was going to be it. Or were you under the assumption that he was going to be part of the rotation? Well, he he told us the day before that there was a chance. You know, and when you hear stuff like that, I mean, you just you say there was a chance that he might play. And I, I didn't really take him too seriously. I thought he was kind of messing around. And yeah, he he got on the court. That shows you what kind of guy he is. He's a true warrior because I mean, he was in a lot of pain, and he just came out and did what he could. And that was uh, that was very big for us because even that that minute and whatever it was minute and twenty seven seconds that he played, it was big for us because you know it got the it got the crowd in the, into the game and yeah, I don't know it, it made a huge difference for the team I think. Talking to Festus Azili, nice enough to join us here on Cambier. Go ahead, Ryan. No, I was just going to ask did did you guys really need the the crowd in the game? I mean, they were there from the start. I mean, that's the one thing that struck me as odd. Is it? You guys had all the inspira- outward inspiration that you needed, 
I mean, because the crowd was going, you know, bat crap loony yeah, from no, the start. I'm not, you know? we, I'm not saying that we needed the crowd. Okay. They were there from the start, like you said. But, you know, David Lee coming in the game, I don't think – I mean, Oracle was, it was crazy when he came in the game. You know, I think that spark right there – it kind of, I don't know, because we were, I don't know what it was, game six or whatever it was, we were a little sloppy to start the game. And when he captured he he came in the game, we kind of picked it up. You know, so I, I like to think that it was because he was in the game and that little spark helped us. Okay. Talking to Fessa Zilli, like I said, nice enough to join us on a day off where they get ready to head to San Antonio tomorrow to take on the San Antonio Spurs. Hey, Festus, would you say over the last, I don't know, maybe month, month and a half, that the uh, the game's slowing down for you a little bit to where things aren't moving so quickly anymore? Yeah, I, I say that. You know, uh, coming into the league, that's what I think people talk about a lot is the rookie wall and all that stuff. And it's, I think it was, it was more mental. And the game, coming into the game, it's a higher level. So it's trying to adjust into the NBA. And I think over the past, I think with all the experience I got this year, over the past um, – uh, I don't know, the past 80, 82 games. But now I think it's about 90, 92, mm-hmm. including preseason. It's, uh, it's really helped. You know, as the season has gone on, I've learned a lot from, from my veterans, from Andres, from Bogut, and, and Carl, David Lee, you know, and all these guys. That, I mean, just playing in these games has helped, us slow, uh, it's helped me be able to uh, keep getting better, keep improving. But I'm just – I'm seeing the game better now. Yeah. What would you say, having been around the veterans and playing as much as you played this year, something you're better at now than maybe you were at the beginning or something you know now, like just mentally, you know whether you're prepared or you know personnel or you just understand better to oh, slow yeah. the game down? What are, what are some of those things you say, like right now, I, I couldn't have done this back then? Oh, well, I've always had a good defensive instinct. Uh, I've always been able, I mean, I've always been a shot blocker, always been able to defend, but uh, I think I've done a better job. I mean, with the way that we, with the quick turnaround of the NBA, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to switch from one team to the next team in a matter of days. Matter of fact, it might be in a matter of 20 hours, actually, in the same day you play play, uh, two different teams, two totally different teams with different types of players, you know, so. I think I've done a good job of being able to adjust to situations like that and be able to read personnel, understand personnel, and play and defend based on personnel. Are you, you know, enjoying you know, your... Okay. The guys. Go ahead. Yeah. Are you enjoying your day off, or are you forcing yourself to watch these two Eastern Conference games? Oh, no, I mean, it's, I, I enjoy watching basketball. That's something I do. So it's not, it's not like I'm forcing myself out. We're actually out at dinner right now, oh. and we're watching the game. Well... That's, the, the that's, games stink. That's barely basketball. <laughs> yeah, fest. These Let's are be awful honest. tonight. Yeah, you got to be able to score more than twenty-seven points and a half. I mean, that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, they're playing good defense. Oh, stop! <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. There's never been a defense that good to hold someone to twenty-seven points and a half. That's just that's just abysmal offense. Three and a half to go. Is. Three and a half to go in the third, and the Hawks have now rolled up forty-three. Forty-three points uh, on fire. Hey, how much do you think going up against the Spurs, who will run some one-five-one-four pick and rolls with Tony Parker and Splitter, or Tony Parker and and Tim Duncan? How much of what Denver ran at you, which was quite a few pick and rolls with Ty Lawson right. up top? How much is that going to help you already have a jump start on preparing? I know they're different players and different teams, but just kind of running similar stuff. Will that have an, we have an advantage? 
Uh, I don't know about having an advantage, but I think that playing with playing against Ty Lawson, who is a quick point guard as well as just like Tony Parker, uh, I think it's going to help us because we, I mean, we we had to deal with it the whole time. And he, he was a really terrific player in terms of getting in there and finish just like Tony Parker. And we just have to get ready for that. Uh, we just have to – I think that help, that's going to help us. Yeah. But you know what? They're also a, a more – I think they're, they're an older team. They're more mature team in terms of their execution. And I think that we just – we're going to have to prepare a little bit more. What are the second what, round? They just they just got they just got done with the first round, so I think they're they're a little bit mature now in the fact that they got the second round. So we have to prepare more. Yeah, they have. I mean, the Spurs are different. They have stars. They have the championship pedigree with uh, Duncan and Ginobili and Parker and Popovich and all those guys. But just speaking of that high right. that high pick and roll, as a big guy, uh, you you tend to get up a little closer to the point guard. Bogut tends to lay back a little bit more. What are the difficulties in playing that against a guy like Parker and Lawson? Because they, they can both shoot, so you want to get up a little bit. You don't want to have them right. go by you, but you also don't want to get them – you don't want to let them get you on, on skates where you're backing up and then all of a sudden they just pull up in front of you for an easy 10 or 12-footer. I mean, what are, what are the difficulties, the challenges of playing that pick and roll, that high pick and roll with really quick point guards that can also shoot that 17- to 20-foot jump shot? You have to be able to move your feet against those guys. You know they're very crafty. They're very, they're they're good at what they do. Which is, I mean, they get the pick and roll, and they get the blow by you. They can shoot it if you if you if you back off of them, and they can finish over. They can finish over guys. Which is, I mean, Tony Parker is really good at getting the contact and finishing over, finishing over big guys. So it's just something that you have to you have to be really locked in and just move your move your feet. Get ready to guard. Because they're going to come at you the whole time, and you just have to be prepared for that. You know, when people tell you that, and I'm sure this will be brought up, when people say that the uh, Warriors haven't won in San Antonio in 29 years, tell them the Golden State Warriors are one and zero against the San Antonio Spurs in the playoffs over the last 23 years. I just let them know that. Is that right? Absolutely. I did know that. Well, they've only played them once. They're one and zero against. <laughs> and and how do you know that, Tom? Oh, because I was on that team that beat them. There you go. So. <laughs> I do know oh, that. Oh, so, yeah. No, I, need a, I need a brush of my history. I, I didn't know that. Absolutely. The Warriors, have, I don't know if they've ever lost to him, but I know they haven't lost to him over the last 22 years. So you have that going for you as well. Uh, you know what? We're just, I mean, I think right now everybody, the experts are all saying that they, they have the upper hand. So I think that's, that's what it is. They have the upper hand. So we're just looking to come in and compete. And, like, just, again, we're playing with house money. Absolutely. Now it'll be—it's uh, definitely going to be a lot of fun to watch. All the pressure will be on the San Antonio Spurs, especially in the first couple games. It'll be a lot of fun to watch you guys go in there and see what you guys can do. Congratulations on the series against the Nuggets. Best of luck against the Spurs, Festus, and we really appreciate you joining us on your day off, man. Oh, it's no problem at all. I appreciate you talking to me. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, Festus Azili.